Hi, we are Joel and Lauren Lowry, and this is our podcast, Wholehearted with the Lowrys. Our passion is to see people step into their destiny through discovering how good God really is and what it looks like to live in His love and purpose. We invite you to join us as we talk about life and leadership and how to live a wholehearted life. Hey, welcome back to Wholehearted with the Lowrys. I'm Joel and I'm here with Lauren and we are talking about the secret to overcoming all things. I, uh, man, if I could just be real honest, the last couple of weeks, it feels like I am pulled and torn in all sorts of different directions and uh, just even fighting uh, to keep myself from worry. And uh, I sat down this, this morning and I was reading uh, in Philippians, uh, I think some of the most misunderstood passages in the Bible. Um, and uh, Paul talks about the secret of overcoming all things. And so we just want to talk with you really about overcoming and uh, how we can do that no matter what we're doing. And even how that actually plays uh, a vital role in us living out our kingdom calling, living a wholehearted life, how those things all fit together. Um, and so... Yeah, let me uh, start off by reading this to you from uh, Ephesians 4. We'll start in verse 6. It says, uh, Philippians 4. Uh, Philippians 4. Sorry. Philippians 4. We'll start in verse 6. It says, Don't be pulled in different directions or worried about a thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, be saturated in prayer throughout each day, offering your faith filled requests before God with overflowing gratitude. Uh, that's that's crucial, and I think it requires that we stay uh, in a place. Uh, uh, it's almost like we 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 stay in the groove with God. We stay centered with God if we're going to have overflowing gratitude. Mm -hmm. um, and that says, "Tell Him every detail of your life." And I think that's crucial. That's even how I started this morning. Um, I sat down, had some worship music on, and just kind of jumped right in to gratitude and walking through just the things that I'm grateful for. And then from there, uh, I made a list of the things that have been stressing me out and I invited God into them. And I think a lot of times we try to connect uh, our false self or the self we want God to see or the presentable parts or whatever it is, uh, our wins or victories to God. And so we don't really present um, every detail of our life or our real self to God. And, and God doesn't connect to your false self. He, he is looking to connect with you. And that means you have to be connected with you and be real and honest. And um, it's crazy the amount of peace that I left with. And that's what Paul promises will happen there. So he says, tell him every detail of your life. Then God's wonderful peace that transcends human understanding will guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. That's huge. Guard your heart and your mind. Uh, keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real and honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind. I love how it starts uh, authentic and real because I don't think that God operates in a false reality, but being authentic and real is vital uh, to connection with God. And then it says, and fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising him always. So fasten your thoughts on every glorious work is really about gratitude um, and is putting things into to perspective through a lens of the goodness of God. Um, it says, put into practice all that you have heard from me or seen in my life and the God of peace will be with you 
in all things. And then it goes on. We'll skip a few verses. He's talking about their financial support, his gratitude for that. And he says in verse 12, it picks up. He says, I know what it means to be in lack and what it means to experience overwhelming abundance. So you're probably in one of those two places or somewhere in between. Um, and whether you're feeling lack or overwhelming abundance, it's easy still to be pulled in different directions and worried about a thing, about uh, all sorts of things. Um, and then he goes on to say, For I'm trained in the secret of overcoming all things, whether in fullness or in hunger, and I find the strength of Christ's explosive power infuses me to conquer every difficulty. So the, the key to tapping in to uh, the explosive power of Christ is actually found in uh, gratitude and presenting your real self to God. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but, uh, you know, in verse 8, keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind. And I know in the morning, like, uh, I've started to become aware of, like, my thoughts as soon as I wake up. And sometimes in the morning I wake up and just the responsibilities of the day like hit me in mm -hmm. my mind and out of the gate, it can be a fight to keep my mind just in that place and not even start my day yeah. worrying in the gutter, kinda. in the gutter, thinking about all that's coming and things that aren't admirable and things that aren't beautiful. Uh, <clears throat> I think that's why it is so important to start your day in that place of reflection and gratitude and so even taking those thoughts that uh, you fastening every thought fastening your thoughts on every glorious work of God praising him always so like what you did this morning waking up and taking every thought and saying okay God I'm starting my day and I'm realizing I have worry in my mind and I need to fasten my thoughts to you and then it turns your heart to, to gratitude um, but we were talking uh, we just came off of uh, Sozo Weekend, which was our Freedom Weekend at Sozo Church, and it was an awesome weekend. I know lots of people had breakthrough. I had breakthrough in my own life. We had Bob and Polly Hamp with us, and their material is just gold. Uh, but he talks, Bob talks a lot about receiving, containing, and broadcasting. He says, you know, we position ourselves in a place of surrender to the Lord, where we, we come before him with our authentic honest selves and say, God, this is me. This is where I'm at. This is where I'm at in my journey right now. This is my need. And we present ourselves honestly to him. And then we become, we, we then position ourselves to be that place where we can receive from God, contain what he's pouring out and then pour it back out. And so even I think to position yourself in gratitude, it's not like this mustering up of what can I figure out what I'm grateful for? But it really is just like what you did this morning that like exhale before the Lord and just say, this is where I'm at. I empty myself mm -hmm. of everything that would get in the way of me being able to fully receive what you have for me. And we let God pour. We bring our request before him. We bring our honesty and then he pours in and then he gives you clarity on what's going on inside. And then you're able to pour out gratitude and thanks. Yeah and impart hope to those around you and joy. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I've, I've found for me the, the key really to connecting with God, but also to living full of hope is found in gratitude and gratitude is not 
simply writing a list and saying thank you a bunch for this, this, and this. But it actually is a posture of your heart that's full of confession. So it's coming to God and saying, what you have done for me, who you are to me, is incredibly meaningful. And it, it, it has added meaning, value to my life. Um, and I, I receive it as a, a love-filled gift. And I think as we begin to position our hearts that way, it changes the way that we relate to God and that we relate to other people. And, and I think um, it's, that's a key to meaningful relationship is um, to see gratitude as a confession. Somebody does something to you. Um, and when you move into that place of deep gratitude, um, you're saying, hey, what you did for me had an incredible impact. And it's, it becomes the key to receiving from others. You see, you could receive uh, a gift, um, and then you have the gift, like if it's a physical gift. But they say that it, it's the thought that counts, right? It's the thought behind the gift. But if you don't receive the thought behind the gift, then it doesn't actually count to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's something about uh, gratitude that is a key to receiving. And if you want to want to contain what God has done in you, that's that's where you have that explosive power that infuses your life. It, it's to live in a posture of gratitude. Um, and Paul's saying, man, I've been in some bad places. I've, I've had overwhelming abundance and I've had uh, starving, deprived, lack, uh, brutal physical pain, uh, people try to misquote Paul where he says, I, I die daily. What he's saying is I face death every day, like realistically, not just I'm trying to spiritually beat myself up, but that I actually face death on a daily basis. And Paul saying, man, in the middle of all that, the key to overcoming isn't um, mustering up strength and power, but it's actually from the posture of gratitude that I tap into the source of Christ's phenomenal power that becomes explosive within me. And that's why Paul could be in prison. Um, and like he, he and I think it was Silas, they're in prison. And instead of having a uh, night of prayer and fasting, asking God to release their chains, he uh, they start singing worship to God. They're like grateful for God's presence. They're not begging for God's presence. They're grateful for God's presence in that prison cell. And the doors fling wide open. And I think one of the keys to living in freedom and life and all that you were meant to uh, really is gratitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know in my own story, and we've shared this before, another podcast about just self-condemnation and feelings of unworthiness um, and how gratitude really does displace unworthiness and shame. And... Um, and so I've seen this happen work in my own life that that when I remain in a place of gratitude, then uh, then that unworthiness really is displaced. And, and I think God sees that and he says he sees the humility in it. And he says, yes, you are so worthy. You're worthy of this gift. You're worthy of of receiving it. And then he just pours out even more power on it. Um, so I yeah I think gratitude is a very powerful tool um, to just overcoming to you know here in the footnotes it says to master all things his explosive power infuses me to conquer every difficulty or to master all things and so I know in my life um, 
the secret of overcoming all things, you know, it's like to be in that place of knowing I've, I've mastered all things. And, and I think the world can offer a lot of false tools for mastering all things. You know, it's, I, it pops up on my Instagram feed all the time, especially because I click on business advice and health advice and all kinds of stuff. So then the world starts sending me all these false, uh, solution or maybe they're solutions but not the ultimate solution to overcoming all yeah. things like these um, resources but not but not offering the source and the source actually to overcoming all things is god yeah it's christ in you it's the christ hope of glory it's his spirit working in you it's not that 28 day workout tool that's yeah. going to allow you to overcome all things yeah or the you know make a hundred grand in two months scheme or whatever it is right and so I think whenever those things, when we look to those things for break, for explosive power and breakthrough and overcoming yeah. all things, we always end up empty and dissatisfied and really not grateful. But whenever, whenever we put things in order and we realize that, that God is actually our source and we yeah. come to him in gratitude saying, well, this is actually a gift. So then whenever the resources come, we recognize, oh, this is actually a gift from you, God, and I receive it in gratitude. Um, and then he can even use those tools to overcome things. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I think gratitude is so key. It's really interesting. <laughs> it was one of these, like, ad things that popped up, mm-hmm. and it was a guy, he offered, he does, like, vibrations and manifestations and just kind of like new age stuff. But he's, but it was very interesting. He said, isn't it? And he was offering like his e-course or something. He said, isn't it interesting? The black Friday, the day after Americans take a whole day to be grateful (laughs) for everything that they have, they, the very next day are willing to trample people in stores to get discounts, (laughs) to give more, to get more. And then he goes into the spiel about, his e-course and wanting you to spend money on his stuff. Um, <laughs> he probably has a Black Friday discount. Right, right. But it is so interesting that that we can even have a day set aside for gratitude. We can do all the right things. You have all the right holidays and the right ceremonies, but still live ungrateful. And really, it's just the position of our heart. Yeah, it's, it's interesting what uh, God says... To Cain, just after he kills his brother, he he says, uh, "Be careful, because sin is crouching at your door, mm. and it's like waiting to master you, but you must master it." And and I think um, realizing that oftentimes the the greatest sales pitches are found in lack, right? Like that's what his parents Adam and Eve were facing, like that God was holding out on them, that they were lacking something, and and I think. What gratitude does is it displaces the feelings of lack that would want to attack and, and actually cause you to give in to lack's best friend, which is lust, mm-hmm. right? That says now if you, you're missing something, now if you take this, right, it was good and pleasing to the eyes is what it said, uh, that Eve, how Eve saw the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And, and if you, it, we begin to see something that we're missing that would fulfill us, and lead us into a new future. And so um, I, I think even for those that are struggling with issues of lust, which is not just a sexual thing, but definitely can be, uh, but could be to have the next season in life or the next car, the next house, the next job, well, all of those things 
that are lying to you that they would fulfill it. The key is actually uh, gratitude. And I think gratitude is pulling the goodness of God from the past into the present so that I can then project the goodness of God into the future, which is called hope. So hope uh, is to our future what gratitude is to our past. And when we uh, are anchored in those in the present, it, it causes us to live uh, a life that overcomes all things. Um, I, I love what Francis Frangipane says um, about strongholds. He said, a stronghold is a house of thought built on lies. And then he goes on to say that any area that's not uh, glistening with hope is evidence of a stronghold of the enemy and it must be torn down. And so uh, any area that's hopeless, which is looking in the present towards the future, uh, any area that is hopeless uh, has to be torn down. And I would suggest to you that the way we tear those down um, is through truth, but the best access you have to truth um, through the Holy Spirit um, and uh, revealed in Scripture is gratitude. That when I am grateful for how God has come through in the past, then I get to live uh, with hope for the future. And when I'm feeling hopeless for the future, I have to be reminded of the goodness of God in my past. Um, and that's what causes me to overcome and be present. It also means this, some of our hopelessness for the future and our inability to access gratitude for the past is tied to um, our, our unprocessed moments of pain, trauma, disappointment. And when we begin to see that even in the middle of those things that God was present, He didn't cause them, and, and, and at a level it's not even about Him uh, allowing them, uh, but when we realize that He was there with us in the present, or in, in, in the past, in those moments, then it begins to bring life and purpose into the present so that I can face the future with hope. Mm -hmm. So good. So we're in, you know, November and the season of Thanksgiving and being around family and maybe back in situations where, um, where maybe it's hard to have gratitude Mm -hmm. Or, or maybe we're going in into a into a, back into a home family situation where we're actually really grateful. But um, wherever you find yourself, we want to encourage you this Thanksgiving season as you interact with family um, that you really do position yourself in that place of gratitude. Mm -hmm. And and maybe uh, before you you know head back into Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, you need to take some time with God and just to be honest with God and say, last time I was here, this was really hard. This was stressful. Um, last time we were here, dad was here. Now he's not here anymore. Or that family member was here. And so going into it, I'm feeling stress. I'm feeling anxiety. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm whatever. Sadness and fear. I'm sadness. I'm feeling lost. That we would just be honest with God. Um, and, and let him into those things and then to not stay in that place, but to in gratitude, turn back to him and say, I'm grateful for what you've done in the past. I'm grateful for this family member. I'm grateful for the memories I had with that person. I'm grateful um, for whatever it is that God shows you yeah. um, and that you would enter into 
that holiday season and even carry that into Black Friday <laughs> that morning whenever you maybe feel the need to go trample someone. <laughs> maybe you need to just stay home that day and say, I'm just going to spend the day remaining grateful. Um, but, but I think that we would become aware in the season where our lack is driving us mm-hmm. to, to, to try to take and move forward, um, that we would pause and remain in that place of peace and gratitude. Yeah, I think it's gratitude allows you to be a fountain instead of a drain. You're like in gratitude, which would be connected to lack and disappointment and all of those things. And not saying that there aren't things that we need and there aren't areas that we're disappointed, but where we center our thoughts, um, if we keep them in gratitude, then then we become a life giver. We, we uh, Gratitude brings... I think it's best for enjoy along for the ride. Mm -hmm. And so we become uh, a source of life for the people around us, even for ourselves. Um, And if if we're stuck in feelings of lack, we will just be a drain. Mm -hmm. And uh, I I would suggest to you that the times that you felt the most lack, you've probably been the biggest drain to the people around you. Um, And the times uh, that people around you are, are just a, a real drain on life and I'm not talking about people that uh, have have you know are grieving I think there there's uh, permission to, to have a bad day um, or or a season uh, where you're just processing grief but I think even the way to make to make it through victoriously in the middle of grief is actually found in gratitude mm-hmm. and so um, gratitude becomes the key to us not simply surviving but being victorious, conquering all things, it's the real secret. It's what, what keeps you on top. It's also um, a key um, to accessing the presence of God, which is what really will sustain you in all things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of, one of the key, like, I feel like, phrases that we live our lives by is, and I th- we've talked about this before, is leave it better than you found it. And so the way you leave it better than you found it is you enter into, you know, like, I think physically you can think, well, I leave it better than I found it. I picked up my trash. I, you know, but emotionally to leave it better than you found it, you do, you enter into a relationship with gratitude and joy mm-hmm. and you figure out how you can add value to people's lives as you interact with them. And the way you do that is through being grateful for them and imparting joy to them. Um, and so... As you enter into this season, we want to ask you, how can you leave the people in your life better than you found them by practicing gratitude? Yep. Awesome. Thank you so much for uh, listening. We're honored to have uh, 20 minutes or so of your time, and we would love for you to take uh, this and put it into practice, and then also uh, to leave us some comments, like, share, um, let your friends know about Wholehearted with the Lowry's, and uh, let's continue Um, offering life everywhere we go. Yeah. See you next time.